This is the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your host, The Grays. Greetings and welcome back to the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your host, The Grays, Jim and Tom. And this is the end of 2018, our last recording mm-hmm. of 2018, our last mission, if you will, <laughs> until we launch into the new year. And we are coming with the Bumblebee review because we both saw it. I was a little worried when Bumblebee came out and it was announced. I was like, oh, we're not going to review this because I know you're feeling on Transformers. Well, no, I, I mean, I love Transformers in general. Yeah. But I don't like any of the movies, Transformer movies. Yeah. So I was, I think we talked about it as long as uh, uh, Michael Bay Michael Bay didn't have his stink on it, then... It, this had a good chance. I, yeah. I think that's what happened. And we're going to talk all of tra- all of this Bumblebee movie in a minute. Spoilers to come. Yes. Get that. Out. See, this is, might be the first episode we've done where like first minute we talk yeah. about spoilers. <laughs> but I was telling you, I put together my top 10 uh, best and my top five worst, <clears throat> uh, worst movie list of right. uh, 2018. I can't contribute because I haven't seen as many. Yeah. Nearly as many. I, I think I counted it up. and I think I saw like 80 to 90 movies. That's, that's a lot. It's pretty good. It's sad. That's like a lot of money. One point four movies a week. So, yeah. and that was like, I had Movie Pass for a little bit. So yeah, but that was a wash. It was garbage. Yeah, I immediately canceled that. So let's do. Let's go over the the top ten best. Uh, my number ten was Ready Player One. Okay. I really liked it. I mm-hmm. thought it was a uh, kind I, of. A, I liked it too. Yeah, it was kind of like what we did the, it on the, the podcast. Yeah, and uh, I think we talked about it on Adventures of Bings and the Beards. Yep. So we have Ready Player One, and then Halloween. Okay, yeah. Upgrade. Yep. Bumblebee, the movie we're going to talk about today. Black Panther, Into the Spider-Verse, Mission Impossible Fallout, Aquaman, A Quiet Place, and Avengers Infinity War. Okay. So, I haven't seen Spider-Verse, and what haven't I seen? Did you see The Quiet Quiet Place? No, I did not see it. That's great. Okay. This year was a... A sense, a uh, loss of sense. Yeah, movies. yeah. There was Hush, where you don't hear. Quiet Place, where you can't talk. Right. And then Bird Box, where you can't. I, uh, can't I haven't see. seen that. I, there's apparently so much, a lot of stuff on Netflix. I got to get it. You know, Bird, Bo- Bird Box was really good. I, well, it's Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Whether you like her or not, I mean, the, the, the memes going around that she looks like uh, White Michael Jackson. Yes. It's, yeah. It's pretty accurate, oddly enough. But um, yeah, I like Sandra Bullock. Yeah, and this one was supposed to hit theaters it was a universal i believe uh, property and they were like well we have ocean date coming out and then we have bird box they were scheduled for the same weekend okay. and you can't have two sandra bullocks playing against each other so they're like you know what let's go follow bright and we'll go to netflix they sell it yeah and they sold it and it had to, i think do they sell it complete they yeah. sell it well as done mm-hmm. and say here's yeah kind of like what they did with that uh mowgli movie right uh, right. Where they were like, this is it. It's not going to make it in theaters. And it doesn't look like it w- would have made any money in theaters. No. And Sony tried to sell um, Holmes and Watson to Netflix. And they said, absolutely not. We do not want this movie. <laughs> we, we we have standards yeah. and practices here. So. And apparently, I, I did the Everything Coming Out in December episode on Active Geek. And I was all about it. Yeah. And Chuck was all about it. You think like Step Brothers set in, yeah. you know, uh, what, 18th century England? Yeah. Uh, 19th well, century? I'm sure it's going to get better over time. Yeah. Uh, like, but there's some stuff I don't like of his. And I, like, I st- like I loved old school, but now yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I even care about old school anymore. So, Step Brothers, I was like... Mm. Yeah, Step Brothers is good. I don't like the whole movie. Yeah. Like... I just like the jokes. Yeah, this, like... Like I, when they're trying to sell the house? Yeah. Oh, that was my... He's <laughs> like, he just died. Like have some time. There's there's good parts, but I'm not like I'm not a huge Will Ferrell fan. Yeah, I like, like Elf. Yeah, well, but he had like John C. Riley had two movies where he's playing historical figures. He had um, this one, Holmes and Watson. He had Stan and and uh, Oliver, right, for Laurel and Hardy. And apparently, that's doing a lot better than I like Watson. him a lot. Yeah, and 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 they're just kind of you know they're trying to recapture something lost. Academy Award winner, I believe. Is he for Chicago? Or at least nominee. Maybe he's a nominee. Yeah, it, it was for Chicago. But I, I'm a fan enough that I'll watch their stuff. Yeah, I didn't have high hopes for it, and I no. I, I saw that. And I love Sherlock Holmes. I absolutely love it. Likewise. Like I had, I, you know, I, I read all the books and then I listened to them, and I even got um 
there's a, I can't remember the author, but it's, it's a, a Miss Sherlock Holmes and it's, it's Sherlock Holmes style, but it's like in, in, in America and it's okay. like in Western America. So it's like Sherlock Holmes had, has to like do what his thing is in um the, like California in the West. Okay. It, it's a really cool book, but I, I'm a big fan and I didn't like the look of this. They're moving forward. At least at last year, they were moving forward with a Chronicles of Sherlock and Mycroft's sister. Okay. And I believe it's a film, and it's got Billy Bobby Brown is going to play her. Really? Yeah, I can't remember her name, but uh, when I was on a YouTube series, we talked about that. And okay. It was uh, They were putting a lot of money into it. It was going to be like her next big thing after Stranger Things. But I yeah, don't, whatever. I'll, yeah, maybe we'll see Holmes and Watson when it comes out on Redbox or HBO, and we'll review it. I think Binks wants to see it. Yeah. Ron Strowman's in it. Yeah, yeah well, he plays... Uh, he plays like a big giant thug. Mm-hmm. Uh, you ever see the the guy that played uh, in, in in Sherlock on the BBC TV mm-hmm. show with uh, There's a wrestler called the Kurgan. Okay, he's the big guy in that. I don't know if you've seen that BBC show. I've seen every episode. Yeah, it's so good. That giant in the first like the French giant. Okay, he's his name's Kurgan. He's a uh, I think he's a French wrestler. Oh, he should have been on All In. Should have been. Now, for our review, we could have talked about them. <laughs> all right. Now, let's see if you... I don't know if you've seen all five of these movies that I'm going to highlight as we'll the say. worst movies of 2018, yeah. but these movies sucked. <laughs> I, made it, I made an entire 10 list, but I was like stretching for the last three. Last three. Your top 10, uh, we'll, we'll talk about when you're done. I will. We can talk about it now. I struggled with two. Uh, I liked Venom a lot. Right. And I really liked um, Ant-Man and Wasp. Yeah. But also, I liked um, Anni- Ant- Annihilation was really good. Oh yeah, but the thing about Ant Man and Wasp is it's kind of um, you know e- euphemistically we blew our load mm-hmm. w- w- with you know uh, uh, Black Panther and Avengers and just by the time Ant Man and Wasp and it sucks because it was really good, yeah. but you were just like I'm done. I don't I don't have the the emotional energy to care about. It's kind of like a one shot, right? Like and then just it ties in at the end, kind of yeah. what I think Captain Marvel is going to be, going to be a one shot, and then the end we get the. Post that credit scene. Yeah. Too. Uh, well, the only thing is, I think Captain Marvel is is going to build on the future. That's yeah. what the future foundation is going to be. Is whatever happens with the, you know, Kree scrolls. Yeah. You have to you have to understand who Captain Marvel is mm-hmm. coming in. It's not Zachary Levi. <laughs> That's the other Captain Marvel. Yeah, I already made that mistake. Yeah. So. All right. Here's my top five uh, of worst movies. Slender Man, number five. Oh yeah. You, you never go horror PG thirteen. No. No, no, you never do. No, it never works. It never, no. Yeah, this one didn't work. Right. Not at all. Uh, number four, Strangers Pray at Night. I don't even know. You ever see Strangers, the first one with uh, Liv Tyler? Yeah. Amazing movie. Yeah. Great, scary movie. We watched it when we were uh, when we were camping. Yep. And um, then I watched the, the second one after it. And it's like, the thing about the first Strangers was they made it like it was a home invasion that was just happened to be recorded, like on a nest. Yeah, okay. And then this one was like, oh yeah, let's... uh put two million dollars into this and make it a real movie the sequel almost never horror sequels are notoriously just bad i think it's because they sell the rights yeah if you see any wrong turns after one <laughs> you can be my friend because i've seen all six but they get worse as as it progresses yeah. um number three we reviewed this cloverfield paradox yeah, horrible. trash uh number two i know you saw this one uh happy time murders <laughs> how bad was that movie uh yeah but i Man, we wanted it to be good. Yeah, I really did. I did too. Then Nicole wanted it to be good because she never just, goes to the movies. Like, yeah, the, the concept was like, let's see, you know, let's watch these Muppets act ridiculous. Because, um, what was the uh, the America fuck yeah? Oh, Super Team. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was really good. Not that it was, you know. But you have to get Trey and Matt Park, uh, Trey Stone and Matt Parker from right to make South it Park to make these movies watchable. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was number two, but long way, a long way from number one. Number one was Peppermint. Oh, really? Tom, the worst movie. No ever. redeeming qualities, huh? Chuck loves it. It's the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Really? It was awful. It was like if you took like an Everclear video from like 94 <laughs> and you tried to make it a movie and threw Jennifer Garner. Every scene Jennifer Garner had with the action that was in the trailers was great, but it was awful. Yeah. It was like, oh, Method Man's in this. And he shows up 10 minutes later and uh, at the end of the movie. Uh, and then, yeah, the guy from All American Rejects is in it. And you see him well, for a second. Maybe it's just because they're selling the John, John Wick genre. And it's just, you know, it's... it's. 
it's hard to compare. Yeah, and they just they really just gave the story like because Atomic what? Blonde had the same problem. We wanted to, you know, and and they're like, well, it's like a female John Wick, and everybody's like, sure, that's great. Yeah. We don't mind that, but it's it so far it hasn't even you know they're two great two great actresses and two great action actresses. And I, I would watch um, Atomic Blonde uh, Atomic Blonde in French over Peppermint <laughs> on anything. And the thing that I struggled with Atomic Blonde was that it was. A period piece and i didn't realize it was a period piece yeah it's like 1987 yeah i was like oh i didn't notice was surrounded by the berlin wall and peppermint was like i don't know what year it is but they, i feel like the director was like all right we like john wick that works we don't have keanu we have jennifer what would happen if the punisher turned into a woman <laughs> and that's what you got all right you know it the concept's not horrible and it's not hard to execute but they fucked it up so bad yeah so bad so that's my top four top five okay yeah uh, yeah, I agree. Well, <clears throat> what was the worst movie you saw this year? Oh, didn't we review one that you were like, this movie was so, was it Kin? Kin was real bad for me. Cloverfield Paradox was really bad. It was unwatchable. Yeah, I hated that movie. I hated it. I didn't even like it going into it. It never made, I don't like any of the other Cloverfields. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say about your top 10 is I think you probably have the same, you know, would say the same thing that there's a lot of surprises there. Yeah. One you didn't think was going to be in your top 10. Upgrade for sure. Yeah. I didn't think that. Or even like the beginning of this year, hearing Bumblebee was coming out. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I talked about it uh, on the preview, like 2018 preview episode, where I was like, this movie's going to be trash. I thought it was going to be like Like Mark Wahlberg's last uh, 10 Transformers movies. (laughs) I was like, this is going to be awful. And it comes out and it hit hard with a 100% Rotten Tomatoes score. And now it's at 93. And it watching it it blew me away yep and we're, we're gonna talk about it well, did you have any interest seeing it when it came out when, when it was announced were yeah. you like oh, i want to see no that. i have i haven't had any interest in transformers uh since the first one didn't we go see a transformers movie yeah we saw one of them oh well, i mean i got kids so i gotta see them but we saw it was like there was like 10 of us yeah it was uh, age of extinction with the dinosaurs right that yeah our movie and with the like the old jet that was leaking fluid and had a cane Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden, they could teleport. For yeah. no re- it was so bad. Yeah. Well, that wasn't even the worst of the the last three. The worst one was the last night. We didn't have a podcast when oh, it came right. out, but that movie was awful. Yeah, I wouldn't have seen it. And it all goes back to Mark Wahlberg being called Cade Yeager as a like a <laughs> nuclear physicist. Yeah. Like, uh, well, you know what? Uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about. It, but yeah, he, he's he's it's hard to pull off him being smart. Yeah, with this one, I thought Transformers was dead after the last movie. I was like, oh, this one's dead. They're not going to redo the universe. And then they're like, yeah, they we're... shouldn't have really. But... Yeah. but then they're like, we're going to focus on Bumblebee, not even Optimus Prime. Like if I'm starting to recreate the universe via prequels, I would have probably started with Optimus, right? He's the, the king of the. Tra- the yeah, but he's definitely not the highest selling. Yeah, but what if Peter... in this new universe? Yeah, that's true. Because you can't Bumblebee sell, is. can't sell a Mack truck. Right. You know, it's cool that he's got the trailer that turns into whatever, but he's not a sell. Like, I think Bumblebee was the best seller. Yeah. I mean, Beetle was very popular in the the 90s and 2000s. And now that Camaro is, you know, every douchebag has it. So they're out there (laughs) driving. So it's just one of those things. Like, I get it. It was was the right one. But would you have started with Bumblebee or would you have went with somebody else? Uh, no, I like Bumblebee. The okay. way they did it, I like. And plus, we've been, we've been saying it was, you know, it's the same thing we said of what Marvel did. It's the same. We don't, you don't have to go with your A team. Yeah. You could, you could go over to your B team. Was he your favorite Transformer growing up? No. You know, I, I liked Hot Rod. Yeah. Hot Rod was cool. I liked Soundwave. Yeah. Soundwave was cool. But I liked Hot Rod after the movie more yeah. than anything. I mean, that was when he took the Allspark, but now he's not even included. Right? No, I don't think we've seen him since like maybe the... A cameo in the film. I don't even, I can't even tell you who's been in the movies. Oh. Because as soon as they transform, they all look the same. John Goodman <laughs> was in it. He played the Hound. Um, um, yeah, like stereotypically racist. Yeah. Like it was never a real thing. And in, in, I don't know. No, it was an 80s cartoon about cars and trucks that turn yeah. into, or robots that turn into cars. Yeah. And a gun. Like your main bad guy was a Ruger. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's one of those, like, that's like. Chuck and I were talking about this because he had just seen it, and I, he was like, "This is the best Transformers movie." Yeah, ever. no, it's it, to me it is. And you had talked about when Michael Bay removes himself from it, and 
Michael Bay tried to turn it into like, let's make a intergalactic genocidal movie where you have the auto Nazis where, where you have the Decepticons coming in and they're going to kill all the Autobots right. so they can rule the world. And then Travis Knight, the, the director for Bumblebee, comes in and says, you know what? Let's make a movie about robots that turn into cars and have fun. Yeah. yeah. And who would, who would have thought it would have taken a guy who's never directed a live right. action movie but ever? I think he gets the idea. Like, he's obviously a fan of animation and cartoons. Yeah, he's fantastic. Did you ever, did you see Kubo? Yeah. Kubo's so great. So good. So good. And it's, uh, Kubo doesn't get the recognition it should because yeah. it's not Disney, but it's no, it's not even a major. It's Lakai. Yeah. It's not even a major company. Yeah. Um, well, in America, it's not. Yeah. Because it, it's like uh, Paranorman, the box trolls. Yeah. Like stop motion claymation kind all of. All that stuff. And all of them are really good. Yeah. I box agree. trolls are great. But, um. Yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe he gets it, but it definitely, Michael Bay didn't get it. No. Like, I couldn't, and I, you know, I say this every time we talk about it, I could not see who was who. When they fight, yeah. it, it's nothing. It's a gray, it's gray. It's a gray blob. Yeah. So, what? It, how am I supposed to feel about a Michael Bay movie? Like, they don't look like anything. Yeah, I don't, I couldn't tell you the last four movies which one was Megatron. Right. Like, I don't even know if Megatron was in the last night. Because there's Galvatron, there's Unicron, and they're all like you said, they're they're all silver, gray, black, dark tone. Yeah. And Megatron never turned into a gun like he was supposed to. So they're they're and all they like, all they can all well probably to keep the PG thirteen, but they could all especially the, the all the Decepticons could have like fifteen different transformations. Yes. Like, and all of them transformed into jets. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. And you see the evolution in Bumblebee. This is where we'll start, I guess. Uh, you see kind of the evolution in Bumblebee where he has, he transformed in this three uh, three times. He was a Jeep, a yellow Jeep. Yeah. When, he, when they first strike, then he was a Beetle, his original vehicle. And then he went into the Camaro. Camaro yeah. that you see later, yeah. But let's start all the way at the beginning. The first three minutes of this movie were better than any other yep. Transformer movie because they got Cybertron right, the battle scene, the sound, sound wave talking, yeah, and then like ejecting the cartridge. Oh my god, so good! What'd you think of the beginning? Oh uh, no, and I'm, I you did you put it on Twitter or something like that? Or I might have. What I heard you say that, and I was like, all right, well, you know, I'll watch it, and it was, it absolutely was better because yeah. not only that, like right away, it establishes something everybody's been complaining about. You can make out who everybody is. Yeah. You know? And they didn't introduce themselves. Right. Like, you knew who Optimus was. And it was it was brighter. Like, this whole movie, the whole thing about this yeah, movie, it was, it much was brighter. brighter. And you, it had so much heart. Like, I didn't think a movie about a robot that turned into a car would have heart. And I guess it took somebody from Pitch Perfect to, to star in it to have heart. <laughs> but that was one of the, the hard selling points for me when, when it came out. I was like, I'm definitely not going to see it because now it's going to be like, this is only geared towards women. How many, you know, acapella groups are going to be featured in this? Is Rebel Wilson going to show up? Like, is she going to be Haley Seinfeld's friend? But she was fantastic in this. Mm -hmm. And they always dress her down like she's like a little kid. Yeah. It, well, yeah. It is weird because uh, soon the first thing you do when you go when you Google Haley Seinfeld. Yeah. This, I think the second thing that comes up is Haley Seinfeld age. Yeah, because there's say, a bunch of creeps out there. Yeah, there's a bunch of creeps going. How old is she? I think she's 22. Yeah, maybe. I but... think she's born in 96 is, uh, from IMDb, okay. what I was looking at yesterday. Um, To go back to the yeah. who's looked up her age. Yeah, uh, yeah, whatever. But um, yeah, she, I don't think she, it's, she's going to, I think, fight that or have to. Yeah. To, I hope she doesn't go and like, I want to be sexy or something and 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 rebel against it but she probably will i mean anna kendrick just did that with um the simple favor movie where she's with yeah, Blake lively and they're making right. out and well she did that thing where she was like the two weddings or something like that where she or wedding guest where she was like in a bikini the whole movie oh no anna was, kendrick was. um she was with uh was, wasn't a dirty grandpa no not dirty. no no uh, but it had zach efron in it. it was yeah uh, Mike and Dave's wedding or something right, like that. Right, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't Aubrey Plaza in that one too? Aubrey Plaza was her friend. Yeah. She's great. I love Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> she could have been in this movie and I would have loved it even more. But, but um, the, the Cybertron scene had to be my favorite scene. And I was like, if this whole movie takes place on Cybertron, like, I want a Cybertron. Like, now you think you can, you you can do that it, entire yeah. movie. 
right? After seeing that, you're like, yeah, it could be pulled off because somebody pulled it off. And this had the, I was looking up the specs, this had the lowest budget for any Transformer movie. It was right over $100 million. Well, you only really had three characters. Yes. Yeah. Three um, Transformers yeah, you to had, worry about. Uh, what was it? Shatter, like Dropkick, and yeah. Bumblebee. Yeah. And Angel, they got Angela Bassett. And yeah, it, that's crazy. And Justin Thoreau, who I didn't <laughs> even realize that was Justin Thoreau. Oh, you know what movie I made my top, didn't make my top 10, but should have mute. <laughs> Your top five. Yeah, my top five. That shit was unwatchable. That might be number two. <laughs> Say goodbye to Slender, man. That <laughs> mute might, might have made my, my top <clears throat> two. But th- what do you think of the design of Shatter and Dropkick? Uh, Were you able to recognize them? Yeah. <clears throat> no, I, I like them because... Uh, they're not big names. No. Nobody knows who they are, really. Um, they're just like soldiers. Yeah. And I think there was and one, Blitz. He was like the, the warrior that. Yeah, he was the one the that they killed to get info. That was awesome. Yeah, I guess it was like when the moon's been like around Saturn mm-hmm. or something like that. But um, yeah, there's a few things. But I, I, I. The Bumblebee, like being the. Yoda-esque character was kind of cool. Yeah. I liked watching, like, where he's just, he's, for some reason, smaller than every single other He's so small. But, and then he's just, like, he's crawling all over him, and he's, like, kicking him in the face. I, I You know, that was pretty cool, but, um... Most he, most of the time watching this, um, sit, like, when he's fighting everybody, and he fought the, in the I guess, the Decepticon, no, I think it was an Autobot that came down first, when John Cena cornered them. What? Okay. The... the it wasn't the helicopter. It was the the jet. I think it was Starscream. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Yeah, where, yeah, where he's yeah, getting yeah. ready to the go first, into the mines. The fr- right. The first Decepticon that, that Bumblebee killed. Yeah. I With think, the, yeah. You know what? I probably. Hmm. It might not have been Starscream. You don't kill him right off. In the no. First. You save him for. We saw him on Cybertron. We saw him, Shockwave, Soundwave. Yeah. We saw those guys. That's why I also, you know, it happened here. Everybody goes, transforms into a jet. Yeah. So. And I guess that was the easiest toy to make back in the day. The jet probably, was probably yeah. the and you know what the toys that made us did a Transformers episode and they talk about that. That's a that's a great if you haven't watched that it's on Netflix. You yeah, I gotta that. I keep wanting to check that out because uh, add that to your list. Yeah, don't watch it with Binks because those toy makers get kind of raunchy. They get kind of randy <laughs> on this one. the The origin of Bumblebee we got two origin stories this year. Essentially, we got Bumblebee and we got Solo. Okay. Right, and yeah. we saw Solo and it was kind of poor in the sense of oh he got his name by. Yeah. Just because he didn't have anybody. This one executed the, the Bumblebee origin perfectly. He talked for yeah, the first I was, 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah, it's... It, I want him to talk. Yeah. I You know, but uh, the only reason I want him to talk is because I was just watching the the the, Goog, the CEO of Google yeah. was introducing the Google Assistant, and she talks. Yeah. Like, like she can make appointments for you, and she, yeah. like, knows language. My phone talks. Our yeah. phones talk. Like, he... They could figure it. If we could figure it out, they could figure it out. But Yeah, and even it ties into loosely into the the Transformer lore that we have now on how he communicates through the radio, like right. the origin of his speech. Yeah, to be honest with you, it does. It, it all goes into the new Transformers. I didn't want it to. Yeah. I really didn't want it to. I, I wanted it to be its own thing because it was really good. When I knew th- it was going to, but... When do you think we find out that Charlie Watson is a Wick Wiki? <laughs> like when she came, when her family came over to Ellis Island, they were like, you is she, can't have is this she, name. Uh, a young, uh, is what's his name's mom? Like a young. Yeah. She like Shiloh. She might be Megan Fox's mom. Oh, uh, uh, what if that ties in? Are yeah, we going to get, well, that's what I was thinking is why don't we know anything about her? I yeah. know we're not, to, we're not going to, but like, why don't we know anything about her? Nothing. We knew that, like we knew that her dad died, but we I'm knew, saying like, we knew she, she doesn't was a diver. And it she, doesn't transfer like into the new movies. Her character. Yeah. They should have made her relate to somebody. You know what? Maybe they, they don't want it to tie into the new movies, and that's just how they they were like, okay, that that worked with Bumblebee in terms of the communication through the radio. Let's give them a story on how that worked, and then they could just spin off everything. Like mm-hmm. ten years from now, or maybe five, we can have a whole new Transformers where all of them are fighting. Megatron shows up. Unicron's everywhere. Yeah. Because it looked like the Michael Bay universe was going to continue after last night because Unicron is found in Egypt. Right. And then this comes out. And I was like, okay, you know, this is a continuation. But now it's set in the 80s with a Guardians of the Galaxy quality soundtrack. (laughs) 
like the soundtrack was amazing. You, you got to really like eighties music. But... Rick Astley, yeah, that was well, great. The touch, he spit those ones. Yeah, but I loved it. <laughs> like, and the touch was on there. You and I had spoke about it that that was from the original right. movie. It was went into the animated series. So that's when Travis Knight did his homework. Yeah, he really did. Or he just watched the movie when he was a kid and liked yeah. it. <laughs> he was like, "This is what we need to do." And I, like overall, I think he executed it well. But yeah, the thing that there was one scene where the animation kind of got a little trippy. I don't know if you noticed this. So we'll fast forward all the way towards it's like the third act where Charlie, Memo, and uh, Bumblebee are on the run. They're trying to save Bumblebee, and then Shatter and Dropkick are fighting each other. They're fighting Bumblebee, right. and it's when. Charlie's trying to get ready to go up the the crane. Okay. Did it look like that the two Transformers in the background, Bumblebee and Shatter, were fighting? Did it look like that Charlie was just running against the green screen? Yeah. For that, a second it did. Yeah, it I know what me. you're talking about. Um, she had to like run under their legs or something. Yeah, yeah I think uh, yeah, that wasn't her best work. No, but like every all the other animations, like yeah. the, the, the Cybertron stuff was great. The transforming <clears> from you know bumblebee to the the beetle was really cool i also like well even like the partial transformations that he did in mm-hmm. the house and yeah. stuff her interaction with him was great i wonder if that was all cgi or if some of that was uh practical maybe like her interactions i, I mean somebody in a suit maybe yeah maybe they had to just build a giant head and... yeah i feel like you would have to right like i couldn't maybe that's why i'm not an actor but i don't feel like i could be in a garage pretending to talk to a yeah. how tall do you think bumblebee is like 15 feet yeah 20 feet maybe yeah i don't think i could pretend to talk to a 20 foot volkswagen <laughs> you know what i mean i don't think i could do it and the humor was fantastic in this yeah when she's like i'm gonna teach you like oh someone's coming and she runs behind the rock on the beach and he goes behind <laughs> the rock like chelsea was watching it and she, i was surprised that she was enjoying this with me and she said you know i drag her to see these movies and we're sitting there and she's like that's pretty funny. <laughs> and then the scene where they're getting ready to egg that uh that awful, awful girl. Yeah. Like, who the hell says... It's all the me- girls from Mean Girls, yeah, it feels who, like. Who says, oh, have your dad buy you a new car? Yeah. And like, oh, I'm sorry. Your dad's dead. Like, who says that? Real piece of shit. Yeah. And then she gets her BMW that said, you wish on the license plate, <laughs> just destroyed. That was that was one of my favorite scenes. The, the thing I, I liked about this movie, too, is it wasn't a bunch of A-listers. No. You know what I mean? And that's kind of like how the first Transformers started. Well, John Cena, I guess, is the biggest draw. Yeah, they had two people in this one, Haley and, and John, where, like, you figure back in the first Transformers, Shia LaBeouf wasn't a huge name. He had, like, the Even Steven stuff on Disney. Yeah. And then Megan Fox was that, oh, she's sexy, let's put her on there. But that was it for the most part. Mm-hmm. And this one, it played well because, like, Haley Steinfeld, this was her movie to control. Mm-hmm. And she's relatable. She had that um, Edge of Seventeen movie that came out where it was like critically acclaimed, and that's what this kind of felt like. It was like a sequel to that, where like <laughs> it, she leaves the guidance counselor and was like, "Oh, I got a VW Beetle, and now it's a Transformer." And I was like, "Okay, you know, this is translating. This is good." I thought John Cena was going to be in this much more than he was. Yeah, I was. Uh, again, I didn't watch too many previews just to keep it fresh but yeah. um i really thought that um he was going to be a different role yeah and and, and be in it more but yeah i i thought he was going to be the stanley tucci right of this right universe. Yeah, yeah, you know he he tried and he kind of played that up but he yeah he definitely is not stanley tucci he's no, more he, serious he was but. more josh dumel yeah and tyrese yeah. from the other ones where he's just like the the soldier and he's got a gripe i mean his all his mm-hmm. friends die are we thinking they die or they just get badly injured? I think they might have died. I mean, he's scarred up pretty bad. Yeah. And he maybe 15 minutes in this whole movie. Yeah, maybe. Put together. And he's, I think he's top build. Probably. And I'm just like. You I also saw, noticed that he lost a ton of weight. Yeah. And he grew the hair out. Yeah. Well, he left WWE for this. Yeah. Like this is what, and this is where he, he looks like to go on a, a WWE rant. He Remember, did the same thing Rock did when he left. He lost a lot of weight and tried to thin down so he can try to be normal and then rock was like screw it yeah he's like i'm gonna become an atlas <laughs> and you remember when bradshaw from the apa remember when he decided he was going to become john brad bradshaw yeah. layfield and he had like the the account yeah, hair. yeah that's what john cena is like now because he's got that <laughs> hair and he he was at like a dark taping at msg where like him and becky lynch got into it oh really and she was like uh you better watch what you're saying john or uh 
Nikki Bella isn't, isn't going to be the only woman to knock you out this or kick you out this <laughs> this year. And then he's got the hair and it's all wild. He looks like Marv from uh, Home Alone after he gets electrocuted. <laughs> like his hair is just wild. I wh- What did you think of his performance? Because I haven't seen a lot where I'm like John Cena is the next big no, no, wrestler he's turned not, actor. Yeah, he's not, he's not raw caliber. He might not even be. You know, the stuff he did in that... Um, I didn't see all his movies, but the one I saw with... Um, what's the comedian's name? Uh, was it Blockers? No, not Blockers. He was fun in that. He was actually... That was Trainwreck. Oh, Amy Schumer. Yeah, he yeah. was actually pretty funny in that, too. Yeah, he's funny. Like, him and LeBron James were actually really funny yeah, in, in those yeah. movies. And he was funny in the movie Sisters, I think it was called, with Amy Poehler. But they put him in comedies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's because... The thing is, like... He sort of plays a comedian yeah. in in his wrestling, but he's not. I did. I never thought he was that funny. And his ad. I think. Uh, I think he ad libbed something that made me laugh, but um, I don't think he's that funny. He had that movie that came out. Um, the Wall came out this year with Aaron Taylor Johnson. Okay, that's the only serious movie. <coughs> only serious movie I've seen him in. Like, do you? He could def. I don't see. The thing is, like, The Rock has. The Rock doesn't need to do serious movies. Not at he all. he's pulling it off in everything he does. And 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 being funny, John Cena is not as funny as The Rock, and I don't. He definitely doesn't have as much personality or charisma. He's like the PG version of right. The Rock. So I could see him being a bad guy. Like I think he could pull off being, you know, a bad guy to somebody somewhere. I would have loved it in this movie if he was the bad guy. Yeah, like setting up the universe that he is the go-to Transformer hunter. Right. Like he he becomes like that guy. <clears throat> he pay, uh, tin foil on his head. And he's just, he's Charlie from It's Always Sunny in the mailroom, just putting everything together. That's what I want from John Cena. Yeah. I feel like he just doesn't want to have a heel turn anywhere. No, Wrestling, no. real life, the movies, he doesn't want uh, it. That, I, I think he could really pull it off because so too. he's he's marginally funny and he could pull off some funny lines. Yeah. But it's, you know, he just, he, he could look the part of an asshole and a douchebag. And he kind of comes off that in like, yeah. the interviews. And like I've listened to him on podcasts where he, he feels like... He seems like he's better than you. Yeah. But then he gives back to like, you know, all the mega wish kids. And you're like, yeah. this guy's a saint. But like, it's, it's real, really. Yeah. He, yeah. I, you know, it's like, what do you, you have to put up with that because he does do great stuff, but yeah. it does seem like, you know, you got to take your shoes off the front door and yeah. stuff like that. Like yeah. all the stuff you hear about him, he's kind of douchey. He's but. always wearing suits that don't look nice. Like I, I, they're more than my entire apartment, but. I'm not yeah, really I, I, well, that's, I think that has a lot to do with the fact he was so big. Yeah, and he was with Nikki Bella, who had a higher form of uh, fashion. Yeah, you know, jean shorts and uh, yeah, shorts. Ar- army fatigue shirts don't don't kind of work I, for I him. I think he's now that he's, good, I think he's transitioning out of WWE. I agree. Now let's put him on. So a- he's going to thin down, uh, and I think he's just going to try to get something more normal. But I really think he should be. He needs to be cat. Well, maybe Marvel is a future place for him. You, you're you're reading my mind. Shazam before Zachary Levi was casting, uh, he was a go-to for a lot of people because he's actually that. Big. Yeah, right. And <laughs> you don't have to get the suit. And you put him against the Rock, obviously, like in the Black and right. uh, the Black uh, Adams show or WWE movie. films, and they know each other. You know, so they have that chemistry yeah. of working together. Do you think after seeing the roles, what he's put together, his resume? Outside of WWE and now on Transformers, you think it he's not a leading man yet? No. Because like that's a lot to ask right. to be like I feel like Shazam, if he was gonna play a superhero, that would have been the perfect one for him. Because yeah, of because, that kid kid like nature that he has. Yeah. Uh yeah, I think he could I, no, I don't think he's ready for leading man. That's the problem. I don't think he's ready to carry a whole movie. I think people would still see it though. No, I think uh, I would have. We, yeah, oh, we I'd say it. We yeah. would have reviewed it. And but all his fans would have seen it and everything like that. I, I just uh I don't know how good he would be in it. Yeah, let's talk wrestling actors. We have The Rock, Batista. He's not that level, right? No. Hulk Hogan? <laughs> oh, he's better than Hulk Hogan. Okay. Zeus? Better than <laughs> Except for Devo. Okay. Or Debo. Yeah, he was great as Debo. And then we have Cody Rhodes. Oh, okay, yeah. Um or and Taylor Hodgson or not uh Taylor Maine. Right. Yeah, but yeah, he played Sabretooth for a half hour. Yeah. Um, and there, I'm, I'm sure there's like there's all the WWE actors like the Miz and um Shawn Michaels. Yeah, he's doing like thirteen Marines. Yeah. Oh, and... Kane. Kane acted in the See No Evil. Yeah. Well, they're, they're the WWE. Yeah. Studios films. Do you put him in the middle? Yeah, somewhere 
I think he's nicely in the middle yeah. of all that. Worse than Batista, huh? And Batista had terrible promos as a wrestler, but went yeah, back he wasn't all that great. And he was a he, you know what is he six eight? No, Batista? He, no, he's like six uh, six five. Is he really? Yeah, and he's about he's to, just big though. He's, he's like, about to turn fifty, and he's two seventy right now. He posted on Instagram yesterday, that's and crazy. he's lean as shit two seventy. It's scary. Like I think he's putting on for a DC role. Yeah, maybe Bane. Well, it, Bane and Suicide Squad two when James Gunn gets hired. Well, that's assuming there is no more Guardians. Well, well, there won't be with James Gunn. Right. There so, won't be, and he said he's sticking with James Gunn. So. And it's in the, it's on the hiatus, so we don't know if it's going to come right. back. I think Bane or like King Shark. Hmm. Hmm. Is there a place for King Shark in a movie? Suicide Squad. Yeah, Killer King, Croc. Yeah, yeah but I would ra- I would like to see him play Bane, Luchador yeah. style Bane, so he can use oh, yeah, his yeah, wrestling yeah. moves. The real, yeah, it's true. Oh, that would be so good, so awesome, and I feel like he can just use his Drax voices as Bane. Yeah, let's let's move away from this. <laughs> Overall, I know you you said off air, but what do you think of this movie as it stacks up with the the Transformers? Lore? I think it's the best one. I agree. Um, easily blow, blows everything up. It's the only good one. Yeah. The only I like, and I, I say that, and I say that like I didn't see all of them, only yeah. because you got to throw in the tail. There is no reason to see bad movies yeah. over and over and over just because it's you know you saw the first one. None of them make any sense anyway. If your fifth movie and your fourth and fifth movie are nominated for Razzies, right. you might want to throw in the towel. It's not like Fast and the Furious where they kind of get better. Yeah, like you have like shitty ones like you know Tokyo Drift. And then you work your way up and you get James Wan and then you, you have Kurt Russell doing movies and all that stuff. This could have been Fast and the Furious. It, uh, yeah, it could have been Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Uh, but um, it's uh, but it, it's it's smarter than that. It's And that's another thing. It's written better. Yeah. It's it's looks better. It's directed better. It's everything. But there's no comparison. And it really it plays to the strength of the actors that they had. Right. Like they didn't ask much of Haley Steinfeld. Like they're like, you are going to play an 18 year old girl who has a car. This is what you're going to do. You're going to play awkward around boys because there was the weird dude that's hanging off his shirt. Yeah. And then you got Memo, who was great. He was yeah. he was fantastic. Um, and their their interaction, Memo and Charlie's whole interaction was phenomenal yeah and that's the thing like you get these these young to us no names and they work very well together like that that's a good core right there john cena haley and uh i believe his name is jorge you have those three guys come in i thought the mom was linda cardinelli it was certainly not them like the whole family was great the little brother that car scene where he throws up at the end it reminded me of guardians of the galaxy 2 where groot throws up like when they start when they go like mach 10 and they're jumping through all the planets it reminds me of that if I were Travis Knight and I had Transformers, a big this is a make or break for your career, I guess. If you if you do bad, you might get Josh Tranked. You know what I mean? Where you're not getting anything. Right. And you're back to animation. I would go for I would probably listen to the studio and say, you know, get me the biggest stars that you want. Like, let's make this movie a blockbuster. Who's the studio? It's uh ha- like Hasbro. Hasbro Hasbro is the studio. I believe so now. Or like Universal, Hasbro, and okay. um Allspark. It's a bunch of well, whole thing. You know, as Josh Trang, I'd, or not just Trang, as Travis Knight, I'd say, look, you, you, here's everything that you've done so far and none of it's worked. Yeah. So, no, let me just do, what's the worst that could happen? I make a bad movie? Yeah. And a bad movie in a bad universe. Right. You know what I mean? This is just a, a drop of water in the ocean. Yeah. So, I, I, that's, for him, he's like, look, I could always go back and, you know, animate the the, the 50 great movies I've already done. Yep. I don't need to do this. And I'm glad that he came out and just said, this is this is who we have. This is what I'm going to work with. He didn't make it more than it was. Yeah. Again, it was the a movie about robots that turned into cars. And then it turned into what I knew it was going to be, Shape of Oil. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what this was? is If if this were a bad movie, yeah. it, it'd be one blemish on his career. Yeah. Uh, a career that is, you know, a hundred great movies. Yeah, and he's uh, uh, box trolls, Kubo. You know, we he, mentioned all of them. And, and he's animated those. He's only right. directed this and Kubo. Um, They're the only two things that he's directed. Yeah, core lines. He's done core line. He's mm-hmm. done so all that stuff that he's done are great movies, yep. and he's animated them. Sure, <clears throat> but even as a director for Kubo, it was a great movie. Yeah, 
So he he's got a history of great movies. Yeah. So when you talk like compare like let's say, you know, oh, you know, here's what we want you to do in the universe and, and make it this and it could have been a it could have been a bad movie, like you said, in a string of bad movies. They don't have a good reputation. Yeah. When this so, when this came when this was announced, I thought this was going to be Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man two, where you have all the villains you can get. Mm-hmm. You're going to include all the, yeah. the. I was expecting Megatron to have a scene. I was expecting Galvatron. You know, Starscream. I was expecting all those guys to come in, and then or they, even like the old Transformers where. People would just drive up out of nowhere. Like, who's this guy? Where's he been? Yeah. You know, like, just random people show up. Yeah. And I'm glad it was only, like you said, you said earlier, there was only three or four main Transformers. Optimus Prime shows up last minute. Like, we see him in the first scene, a hologram in the cut scene in the middle of the movie. We see what we assume is going to be Optimus Prime driving away with Bumblebee after he turns into the Camaro. And then the cut end credit scene where... Bumblebee says, oh, I'm Bumblebee. This is who I am now. Yeah. I'm not B100, B- B101 or whatever his name was. And then cut. <laughs> B101. Yeah, then, then cut, you're out. Yeah. And the the voice, by the way, uh, the voice actor was Dylan O'Brien from the Maze Runner. Okay. And American Assassin who voiced Bumblebee. Yeah, they, he sounded young. Yeah. And the ending, the shape, of, the shape of Oil ending got me because kind of felt like they were starting a relationship in this movie. She dove into the water, and I knew, like, the diving history for Charlie was going to come back. <laughs> what a weird thing. Right. <laughs> the last time I cared about somebody diving is uh, uh, back to school. Right. <laughs> the triple Lindy. Yeah. And then, she t- I'm like, oh, my, diving's going to matter? Yeah. Like, who? I look at Chelsea, I'm like, this 18-year-old girl is going to lift this two-ton robot? <laughs> and she goes down and just, like, her hand comes up, and then his hand comes up, and I'm like, Shape of oil. <laughs> like Travis Knight watched Guillermo's Shape of Water and was like, would it be out of control if a hey, if I, a girl I, fell in love with a yeah. beetle? Hold hold my beer. Yeah. Like, Is that I'll, weird? Hold my beer. Yeah, I'll make this ten times worse. <laughs> that that kind of got me because like it was very like you're supposed to feel all the emotion. Like right. I didn't I wasn't getting emotional in the movie, like oh Bumblebee's gonna die because I knew he wasn't gonna die because there's a future. Yeah. And I was like knowing what the next four movies are like it, it, that's a hard thing that for any time you yeah the prequels it's hard to like really get into it because you know like well we already know that you know he lives yeah. so you can't it, there's no like i'm not sitting on the edge of my seat and he doesn't even stay with her right. like that's the thing like he he, he drops her off from he, that hill and, and yeah he ghosts her he's like i'm i'm gonna upgrade i'm seeing like i'm starting here as a beetle leaving as a camaro and i'm gonna drive off with a truck i have uh some questions about cars. How does it work in this universe? Like she fixes it like a regular car. Yeah. And then finds out that it's a transformer. Like, well, the, so is the engine just part of him? But I think it's just like, he's like, he doesn't need gas. He's just running on like, this is what I am. I've scanned the the beetle. I took the specs. But because, when like, she's like, oh, I'm going to get it started. And she works on it and she gets it started. It's like, really? But, like, But then the arm falls off at the bottom. Yeah. And that's where she sees the face. He turns into Bumblebee. And like, I don't think you're going to take it to Mighty Key if it breaks down. Right. I think like you're going to have to get like a transformer <laughs> medic, to, like a mechanic that comes down. He hasn't landed on the planet yet. Not yet. But we know that multiple ones are coming. And this is the end of our episode. The end credit scene, we have the multiple. It looks like Comet's coming down and i'm hoping they're all autobots yeah really five or six of them you can't have a you know um decepticon thrown in between them where would you go in the future with this bumblebee 2 or do we start like a whole yeah no i I think i don't think you bring everybody in yet Mm -hmm. um you maybe introduce optimus and yeah keep it small and and tight and like Maybe time jump 10 years to the 90s? Or not even 10 years, well, three years. Well, if they're going conti- to be a continuation or a prequel to those movies, they can't... They because have... the Decepticons are, aren't there yet. So they got to be real careful because, or else the timeline's going to be all shitty and broken. So I would go... I would jump three years. They all land there. The There's six of them. Now they have the you know Sinister Six of the, the Autobots. And you would flash between what's going on on earth 
to like how they're assimilating and maybe one rogue Decepticon was sent down as a like maybe maybe there's a, a rat a rat in the ranks. One of right. the little Autobots is actually a Decepticon. And that that Autobot that Decepticon that's the spy is you know scouting out Earth and getting in the ranks and then you would flash from Earth to Cybertron introduce Megatron yeah. and at the end of the movie the Decepticons move into yeah. they launch. Well the thing is um I guess the whole point is the reason why they're, they want to get rid of the Autobots is because they don't want them ever coming back. Yeah. So, that, I mean, I guess there is some reason to, to care about that. But, man, I would like to see some battles, good battles on Cybertron. Yeah. And, and you know, maybe it's like, you know, you have three movies before you see um, Megatron just go like, all right, now I got to go handle it. Yeah. Everybody I sense failed. So it was like kind of like they're setting it up with the the Marvel universe. Megatron's the Thanos, and they send yeah, down but the, the little you know it's the it's it, or Megatron is Emperor Palpatine maybe yeah. I and mean, our prequels would be like the prequels better. Yeah, you could send Starscream in as the next one, as the bad guy right. for the next one, at Starscream and Soundwave and Shock. The only reason I say this is because we already know what the future is. Yeah. So you need to set it up to. If you if it is in the same universe, do you think they come out and say forget this? This is a clean slate, Halloween type of deal. I would imagine, yeah, because like I mean, if you're going to do, but does that, why tie it into why turn him into the Camaro? Well, here here's the thing. I, well, he in the toys he turns into a Camaro. I oh, but in I the later they, generation, yeah, I thought they only did that because of. I think he was a Camaro in the late like the late nineties. Okay, but. Hasbro wants to make their own connective universe. Okay. So that means G.I. Joe. Well, you get rid of Michael Bay. Micronauts. You bring all these guys in. Would the next movie be... All right, so let's kind of like King Kong and Godzilla. Bumblebee establishes the Transformers. You do a Bumblebee 2, but in the meantime, they're making a new G.I. Joe movie. Maybe the Snake Eyes solo movie. You set up that. The third one, you combine them. Would you ever want to see G.I. Joe and Transformers? Or is John Cena a member of the G.I. Joes? And then you bring in Maybe, Channing yeah. Tatum, The Rock, <laughs> Terry Crews. You bring the, the new Expendables in. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know where he belongs. And, but um, I don't. I don't Hasbro, I'm okay with a Hasbro universe. I'm not okay if it's a connective universe. You So you want just a bunch of individual so franchises until okay. they're done. Like, Transformers, their franchise sucks. Yes. Well, yeah. G.I. Joe's franchise sucks. Right. You got you got the rock early when he was just starting to get hot. Ray Park was great as Snake Eyes. But other than that, I'm not a big fan of the no. Channing Tatum and Marlon Wayans version but of uh I'm not a big Joe. fan. I know you like the, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm not a fan of them. Yeah, the new ones aren't that good either. Yeah. Even though Stephen Amell was great as Casey Jones, it wasn't a great franchise. No. So much that we're not getting a new one. Right. And so it, I, here's why, you know, and I, uh, you know, hate to beat up on, I don't hate to beat up on Michael Bay. He deserves he's it. He's not listening. You can keep and going. And he's definitely not listening. He hasn't listened to anybody ever. No. So he's too uh, busy working on Door of the Explorer. <laughs> uh, what's going to explode in that? Oh, everything. <laughs> I think there were two explosions in this entire movie. And it made, like, well, there was. Yeah, it was always uh, tanks and stuff. Yeah, so. that was it. Yeah, and it made sense. It wasn't like just a you know a nuclear explosion for yeah. no reason. A nuclear explosion where everybody lives. Yeah, right. Everything blows up, and just <laughs> people are like, "Okay, we're good." <laughs> you need to listen to the fans, I think, and and hear them say, "Get rid of Michael Bay." Yeah, we don't want him. And I think they did with this one. I don't even think he produced it because I didn't see Platinum Dunes anywhere on the credits. Right. So with with the universe, I think you go. Establish the Transformers universe first while working on the G.I. Joe universe. I don't ever want to see a Micronauts universe. Well, There's so many other franchises that could get like Greenlit, Thundercats, yeah. Masters Thundercat, Universe, Mas- yeah. a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles just done right, Ghostbusters done right. You could do all this stuff and then maybe connect what you have. What, I, what I'm worried about is that this Hasbro universe that they continue to talk about is going to end up like the dark universe with Universal Monsters where they're like, okay, we got Tom Cruise. We're going to put the mummy out. Oh, the mummy sucked. Dracula Untold came out before that. That sucked. Trash it. Trash yeah. all of it. Exactly. Don't shoot for a cinematic universe when you can't start with a franchise. Make a good movie. Make a couple good movies. And then you can talk, start talking about universes. Yeah. I, you know, everybody now is like 
universes are the way to go because yeah. it's what's worked. But it's only worked for one company, yeah. really. The cereal icons are getting a universe. Yeah. Like fucking Booberry, <laughs> Count Chocula, and, and Frankenberry. No one wants to see those right. movies. And that's the thing is it, this has only worked one time, yep. really. I mean, we're working. Hopefully, DC is pulling it together. But um, yeah, you don't see Fast and Furious jumping in with the Meg <laughs> and with Transporter right. and with this. Like, it's not happening. So I think leave this be start going deeper into the transformers lore bring out the other transformers that we love and that we haven't seen in years bring them out and maybe do like the last movie of this could be or the next movie could be what the animated movie was the death of optimus prime then you can go into that i don't know but 93 percent on rotten tomatoes yeah it's an 80 percent audience score i think it straddles the line between the two i'll say 87 percent for mine okay four star movie made yeah, my four star it was much better than i expected it to be yeah so i was 100 percent happy with yeah Trans- and with like, bumblebee no one expected to like a bumblebee movie no or and, a transformers movie and this this year this last december this december has ended phenomenally yeah aquaman spider-man mary poppins bumblebee great movies four great yeah. movies in a span of weeks yep so that's our bumblebee review all good like surprisingly good yeah yeah, critically acclaimed. Yeah. Uh, they made a ton of money. This movie uh, came in third uh, in its opening week, but it opened against Aquaman and, and a Disney Mary, Mary Poppins. Poppins. Yeah. So it was it was tough, but it's going to continue, continue to make money. I look forward to a sequel. Keep the same cast. Keep Travis Knight. Um, and then next week, we're coming back. 2019 yep. shaping up to be a huge year for everybody associated with Active Geek Productions, Galaxy Wars, Active Geek Podcast, Binks in the Beard. We're probably going to do some TV reviews next week. Okay. It's going to be a random yeah. one. We'll do. We'll talk uh, The Orville, which comes out uh, the day we're recording this two-hour special. We're going to talk maybe Night Flyers, because we've been promising yeah, that all yeah, December. Yeah, we've been talking about that for a while. And then we'll talk Deadly Class, because Deadly Class's pilot uh, is on YouTube, and it comes out January 16th. Yeah. But it's, it's everywhere. It's on their website. Yep. It's on YouTube. So watch that. Watch <laughs> The Orville and watch Night Flyers so you can come back and talk to us. Connect with us on all of our social medias at the Galaxy Wars Podcast. We're on all the podcast directories and have a safe and happy new year. We will see you in 2019.